I clicked the goddamn link like a fucking trained monkey. There's a link! Click it! Hail, salutations, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another GNA podcast episode, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where unfortunately Blue Shark 45 is your host and kind of talks in the third person. Um, so, we thought but we weren't going to have we season. Do? Oh, we don't do anything important. Nothing. Nothing Accurate. important. <laughs> I thought we, it was uh, we drink and talk about things. I like to play we do. Games. We do do these things. We do not do a good job at locking Cecil to his desk so he can finish his MBA, though. We failed miserably at that. I guess I should have put my pants back on then because I thought we were doing something completely different tonight. Hold on. (laughs) We we actually entice him to play video games instead of study. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. I finished my papers for this class. This is a celebratory day now. Yeah, congratulations on that, man. Cheers to that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard him. Our lovely host, who's not the host this episode, Cecil Xavier. Cecil, how you doing, sir? I'm the host with the least? I'm great, man. I have uh, I have made a mistake, which we will get into when we get into what's everybody drinking. But uh, other than that simple yet powerful mistake, I'm great. How are you feeling? I feel like we've all made mistakes when we agreed to work 40 hours a week. Accurate. <laughs> and we're also joined by Daymok. How you doing tonight, Daymok? 40 hours? 40 hours for the people that get paid hourly. I get fucked on this salary thing. They're like, well, you know, but I think I'm okay. I'm still alive. Yeah, that 40 hours is a minimum requirement for your slavery. <laughs> and uh, ladies and gentlemen, you heard him earlier. We've got Co on the show. Co, how you doing? I'm doing good. And uh, I'd rather have the salary making a higher wage than working hourly and making a lot less. <laughs> yeah, but when you're hourly, you get paid time and a half. When you're salary, you reach that point where you're considered well compensated and you don't make overtime. So you put in that 80 hour a week and it just sucks. Only if yeah. they approve. Only if they approve for the overtime. Well, then you just yeah. don't work it if you're hourly, because then you don't get the overtime. You don't have to do shit. You don't do it. But when the NSA releases a fucking emergency patch and everybody's patching systems, eh, it's fun. Yes, it yeah, is. I, I did the salary gig for, for a while, and I'll, I'll eventually get back to it, because that's just the path that I'm on to go back towards it. But, uh, yeah, dude, I, I don't relish going in and working 80 hours a week for six months straight and then hoping that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and then they're not being. Yeah, it's not fun. And uh, we're also joined by Zyberblood. Zyber, how no, you're are you not. Doing, bud? You're not. You're not joined. Nope, I'm not here. See, I told you I'm going to cut this podcast to 45 minutes so we can get back to the talk <laughs> <off. laughs> 
<laughs> no, well, that makes right. my editing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's about it. Well, we're we may or may not be joined by Zyra Blood, um, but let's get on to the more important topic of tonight. Uh, what are we drinking? Let's start with you, Zyra. What are you drinking? Uh, uh, well, because we're doing this on a work night, which I, I go to work at the show. I am not actually drinking alcohol, but I am partaking of a very nice um, orange vanilla Coke. Ooh, what's the attack like? The attack is uh, like a creamsicle. That's the attack. You you mean like a like an orange rubbed one out in your mouth creamsicle or? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, yeah. and like finished off with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. Uh, I, I love have, it. I have to say, I did find a Georgia orange uh, Coke at uh, Publix the other day, and or like I said about a month ago, and that was an amazing soda. Georgia peach, I think. Georgia peach. You're, you're right. So they didn't have it this time, but I picked up a, ra- a California raspberry, and I'm gonna try Oh, nice. Soon. Well, Zyra, we're sorry for once again ruining your night by making you come on a podcast sober. That's all right. Uh, you know, this weekend is going to be a fun weekend where I can drink and let loose and have some fun and maybe record it for the show. So I'd like to point out that I am drinking enough alcohol to compensate for Zyber not drinking any alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cecil is my proxy tonight. I am, uh, I am borrowing his liver, his mouth, his esophagus to drink my I volunteer his tribute. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're keeping this show balanced. Uh, speaking of balanced and equations and such, uh, Co, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking Dragon's Milk. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Gone back to uh, your uh, favorite. It's a stout, isn't it? It is an Imperial Stout, yeah. Very nice. You know, it just hit me. If you're perfectly fine with processing Dragon's Milk, then you will be perfectly fine processing White Castle. We'll we'll see about that. Arby's (laughs) is not do me well at all. Dude, I think the last time I had a White Castle burger, it didn't do me that good. Uh, that's why you need to come up uh, for this weekend, man. Seriously. Well, I will admit the last time I had a White Castle burger, it may or may not have been previously frozen. Oh, that is sacrilege. Don't worry. Yes. This, this weekend, we are going to be hitting White Castle, and your anus is going to be more abused than that time in Tijuana. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys are going to have a good time. Uh, Daymok, what are you partaking in this evening? <laughs> so I have this can, right? And I'm not quite sure it's all different colors that I can't quite see, you know, because I'm colorblind. But the catchphrase is pack it in, pack it out. <laughs> Wild basin, boozy, sparkling water, baby. It is lemon agave hibiscus. Let's okay. see how it tastes. It sounds like a colon cleanser. Oh, God. <laughs> the attack is bad. It's fucking bad. Sparkling Hey. Hey, no, no. Legitimately now. 
No, hey, it's smoothed out to a really good taste. <laughs> That's that not is... so fucking bad. So, so it, it's like eating somebody's ass. It's horrible at first, but smooths out to a nice taste? Yes, it does, man. Like, you gotta get it over with in the first thing, because the blowjob that comes after that is amazing. I don't oh. know. I've, I've never found blowing anyone amazing, but, I mean, you know, it teaches their own. Oh, it's, oh man no uh i i cracked it because the the girlfriend bought it and it's not the attack is awful like fucking just disgusting but it, it it mellows out and it's actually pretty good on the aftertaste but uh to make sure that i'm doing shit right i'm only with third double dog so you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm like three so twelve percenters in it's like, hey, you're I got- chasing it with Devil Dog. Yeah, I got this really crappy drink here, but I've also got Devil Dog right here that I've been pounding into all night. <laughs> That's how you play Tarkov, baby. Oh, yeah. Awesome. All right, Cecil, we already know what you're drinking, but why don't you inform our uh, lovely listeners? Well, I made a slight mistake. So, as you all know, and anybody who's listening know, I don't drink my drinks, especially my mixed drinks, out of a standard glass, I drink it out of this gargantuan 36-ounce, uh, I don't know what to call it. It's just it's a bucket. That's what it is. So I poured a 12-ounce can of uh, cherry Coke in there, and then I proceeded to fill it up straight to the top to the point that I had to sip it. That's how full it was uh, with Cruzon rum. Now, my mistake was that that rum was 151 rum. So I got about halfway through this drink, and I realized the error of my way because the attack was kind of like being kicked in the gut by, the, by a mule. Uh, it was bad. So thankfully, I've added another whole 12 ounces of Coke to this glass, and now... It is actually smoothed out to something that I would say has a, I would call it a mild kick in the testicles versus that well, full-on steel tone boot. At least the blowjob afterwards good. I don't know. Demo can tell you, tell you later. But uh, yeah, I'm drinking Cruzon 151, and I only recommend this if you just want to get drunk as quickly as humanly possible. Yeah, that's how it burns. What about you, Blue? What are you drinking? So, um, the Blue Moon wasn't in the fridge. Uh, So, no Blue Moon tonight. Um, And I'm trying to turn over a new leaf and actually finish all of my liquor before I go out and buy more liquor. Instead of building up this giant collection of liquor, I'm going to finish up what we got, and then I'm going to buy something different. So... Um, who got this for me? My buddy Sean got this for me for, I think, my 27th birthday. And it was a jar of Old Smokey's, um, Apple Pie Moonshine. Which is really sweet. Nice. And not very potent. It's like 40 proof. Um, I added a little bit of lemon juice to that ice and mixed in some uh jack daniels gentleman jack and it actually tastes pretty damn good it's uh 
it's got a nice little apple pie taste to it. It's just kind of like mellow and it's not overly sweet. And then it's still got that nice, strong liquor taste that you get from drinking Gentleman Jack. So that Very is nice. my concoction for the evening. But um, <clears throat> if you really want some good apple pie moonshine, then take cinnamon sticks, um, brown sugar, concentrated apple juice, and stir it in a pot uh, for like and simmer for like 30 minutes. And then take that and mix it in um, uh, half of it with a half of a jar of like grain alcohol, like 100 proof grain alcohol, and let that simmer for like a month or two. And that shit's good. And it's really strong. It's like you just start drinking it, it's like drinking apple juice that'll get you really fucked up. But um, moving on to uh, State of Games. State of Games, where we talk about what games we're playing or pontificate uh, on uh, games in general. So uh, let's go ahead and get started with uh, you, Cecil. What are you, what's your State of Games? I've actually been playing them. Congratulations. Woo! Um, I actually, uh, so... I passed. I, I I recently passed my final paper for the class that I'm in, so I've got roughly forty ish days to complete the my studying for the test, which is great. It means that I am in a good spot. I'm in a comfortable spot. I don't have to freaking fret like I was. Uh, so went up to my brother's house. He lives in Maryland. Went up and visited him, and actually, it's the first time I've got to see him since Christmas. So chilled out and he actually got me a game for Christmas and I decided hey you know what I passed my I, I passed my uh, paper I'm gonna chill out and I'm just gonna play some games I'm not gonna freak out I'm not gonna go crazy so I was playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and I I really dig it um, I'm not super like so far I'm not super compelled with the character the character's the main character's name is Cal and gonna be honest I'm not super uh, not super impressed with him so far his backstory is kind of so far it's kind of uh, I don't know it's it's kind of bland uh, for, for those of you who have played it he's uh, he survived order 66 and was able to escape I haven't gotten to the point where it tells you how he escaped and all that stuff I'm hoping it gets more interesting but the the character himself is very very two-dimensional there's not a lot to them uh you know they even looking at like star killer star killer seemed like there was more going on right off the bat you know he, he was he was vader's apprentice it seemed like there was more going on but this this they're just uh i don't know he just it, there's there's not that much going on with him um Opening right up, he's he's like you know he, he's a former Padawan, and you feel like you get the sense that he's supposed to have like you just think former Padawan should have some Force powers or know how to use the Force, and really the dude doesn't know how to do it, and uh, like you spend the rest of the game remembering, and I'm throwing up air quotes as I do that, remembering 
all of his different force powers. And it's like, like I don't care. Who the, like, if I was a freaking Jedi at any point in time, that shit would be like riding a bike. I wouldn't have to, like, run up to a wall that I can't move and be like, oh, shit, I got to push this wall down. I hope I can remember it. No, I would be, like, full-on fucking, oh, that's how I do it. Okay. Um, so I've been playing a bunch of that. I've actually been playing a bunch of Tarkov with the other, uh, a couple of the other yokels in this, in this podcast that we're dealing with right now. Uh, Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov, that's a, uh, fun, terrifying, intense, hardcore, holy shit, micromanagement game. Uh, it's fun. It's... It's definitely a game that I would have to devote a lot of time to to really get good at. But I enjoy chilling out, especially with Ko, because I just say, Hey, Ko, there's somebody over here. And I hear pop, pop, pop. And then there's nobody over there. It works out really well. That's because he breaks a fucking game, dude. He's not allowed to play PvP games. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not even the good... I'm not even the good one. Vintage is much better than I am at this game. Like, I have lost my FPS uh, skill over the years. Uh, Vintage is much more accumulated to this game than I am, or acclimated. All right. Uh, Yeah, acclimated, maybe. But, like, we're literally sitting there, and I'm like, oh, there's somebody over there. Pop. Well, I took down one guy. Uh, Okay, I think there's a pop. Did you take down him, too? Yeah. All right, well, I guess I'll just stand here and just, I don't know, stroke the barrel a little bit, keep it warm. You got the guy in the window that I could not see, so. (laughs) Yeah, the only reason I got him, because you were on the opposite side of the building, and I said, hey, there's somebody in that window, and I took a couple pot shots, and I actually hit him. No, I'm going to give you this. I cannot see, like, people in dark windows, and, like, when I see dark windows like like it is in Tarkov, it's my bane of my existence. Like, I am a dead man. (laughs) Okay, well, I'll focus on the windows. You focus everywhere else. How about that? (laughs) It sounds good. Sounds like old age is getting to you, Cecil. You're just not as fast as you used to be. Listen here, Shunny. My eyes are as good as they were when I was 15. Not talking about your eyes. Talking about that, that reaction time of yours. Oh, shit. Actually, the reaction time. My reaction time is actually significantly better than I was. It's just I can't fucking see the damn things. Like, literally, Co will be like, there's two people over there. I'll be like, where? Pop, pop. I won't even see them drop. Like, dude, I don't see them anywhere. You know, I think that's something that's in a lot of these games. Like, you talk about, like, Halo. I really think, like, red and blue really stuck, stood out in those maps. And then you oh, start yeah. talking about like Call of Duty. Like, yeah, it was a little bit harder, but not as hard. But you put me in Battlefield. I'm like, fuck, I can't see anyone. Dude, like, Battle... Okay, so there's the thing. Battlefield, I could see everyone. Like, I could see the sniper up on the hill four miles away. I'm like, yep, I see him right there. He's, he's twitching. You get a Tarkov, and I can't fucking see a thing. I think it's... You know what? I think it might be the Unity engine I just have an issue with, because everything in the goddamn Unity engine, I can't see a goddamn thing in. Is Tarkov Unity? I'm pretty sure it's Unity. Unity! I could be wrong. And I'm happy to be wrong, because if it's Unreal, then... Well, then it's just Unreal I suck at. No, who, who Unreal is uh, Ubisoft's main engine i believe oh it it is or no unity 
Yeah. And everything, no, like even stuff. even Seven Days to Die, I can barely ever see those people unless they're right on top of me. And usually then I'm dead. And uh, the Unreal Engine is Epic's engine, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think uh, Ubisoft's now got Snowdrop or something like that. Or maybe something that's like massive. That. To be perfectly honest, man, the Frostbite engine has got me. Like, I, I anything coming out with Frostbite engine, I will probably buy. The Frostbite engine is the most beautiful engine I've ever seen. Uh, but? It, second to... Or, or I guess, uh, and then the second would be the Unreal Engine for me. Well, the newest Unreal Engine... Okay, so I haven't seen the, the newest versions of Frostbite. The newest versions of the Unreal Engine are really great but i like i like how physics is processed in the uh, in the frostbite engine i like a lot of different things that are in the frostbite engine um i've just i've always liked the frostbite engine i just i, I feel it's a really really robust uh polished engine let's say unreal isn't polished unreal is pretty polished too ah, i'm drunk normie yeah damox giving me the signal to play you off stage like it's the Academy Awards because we got to get this show done, folks. So Yeah, we're going to play more Tarkov, goddammit. <laughs> Daymok, what's your state of games? I'm playing Tarkov and I want to get back to Tarkov. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Co, what's your state of games? Yeah, so uh, earlier this week I picked up uh, Path of Exile. Uh, again, uh, they were doing a uh, a new event that I just released, I think, uh, a few days ago. And on one hand, it's it's nice they updated the necromancer class, which really needed it. Um, but on the other hand, two days later, I got bored of it, <laughs> so I moved to Tarkov, and we're playing Tarkov now. Very nice. And uh, how about you, Zyber? What's your state of games? Well, my Sandy Games, uh, since the last time, has been more Pokemon Sword. Um, pretty much just Pokemon Sword. I, uh, I am trying to fill out my Pokedex before I get the expansion and add 200 more Pokemon. <laughs> um, yeah, right now I'm sitting at 313. Yep. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> I, I've been really, really diving into it, doing a lot of uh, trading and breeding to get certain uh, Pokemon. Um, so I kind of hate it that both versions of uh, Mr. Mime that I have, I cannot breed it out to get a Mime Jr. That pisses me off. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, also doing a thing that I read about See so you know how like accurate it is on uh, breeding a, um, um, say American uh, Pokemon with a foreign um, po uh, ditto to get shinies. Uh, I'm I'm trying out that theory, uh, but yeah, it's just been pretty much Pokemon Sword. Nice. Well. I played a little Pokemon yesterday, and thanks to yes, Cyber, yes. we did I some now trading. have four or five new Pokemon. So I'm at 140-something. I'm still only four gyms in. I'm on, like, route, whatever it is, four or five. The, the woods is where I'm at with all the mushrooms. 
And then uh, yeah, the I've very gym. That <clears throat> I've been doing some. Uh, what do you call it? Real life gaming. I went to uh, a national park in Georgia this past weekend with my fiance. Um, so I've been doing more real life and work and less gaming, unfortunately. But I got some Pokemon in, so that's always good. But um, what we're gonna talk about tonight is uh, we're gonna talk about some gaming news. It's it's a little old, um, but uh, as some of you may have seen. Uh, people are getting a little pissed. Some people aren't. I mean, it just depends on how you look at this thing. I'm, personally, I think it's always a good thing. And also, I wasn't truly, like, fin- financially invested in this game because I've got so much crap that i got to get done that I don't need to buy another game right now. But, Cyberpunk 2077 was going to be out, I believe, this month. Now, it's coming out in September and uh sorry april april's when they promised it to come out um along with a bunch of other games too i believe but now they've delayed it to september what are you guys thoughts on that hey Just rather polished than uh release a turd okay yeah I'm disappointed that it's not coming out but i can respect the fact that they want to polish it back up how about you Damoc? you're uh He's fumed, man. He's fumed. The game was set to come out the day before my birthday. I had plans to buy a new graphics card to play it. I upgraded to 32 gigs of RAM already. I am ready to fucking go. I want to do it so bad. It was like the gaming god smiled upon me for the first time in my life. was like, here you go, Daymok. It's just for you. And I was super excited. And I had a feeling that they were going to delay it. But you know what they did? I got pissed on. The gaming gods <laughs> pissed on me. They're oh, launching face. it. They are launching it on the girlfriend's birthday. Meaning I can't play it for the first couple days. <laughs> CD Projekt Red has fucked me. See, I'm not a fan. See, hold on. That's what you get for one too many uh, dick jokes, right? <laughs> I guess so. Damn it! Don't worry, Damoc. I'll beat it before you get to play it. <laughs> Actually, I'll be, I'll be done with my NBA, so I'll probably beat it before you get to play it. Oh, I hate you guys uh, so uh, much. Yeah, I'll probably jump off of uh, Pokemon to play and beat it before you do. And I'm sure that I will also get the game on that same day like the rest of you guys, and I will beat it the same day just because, you know, I've already beat the witcher i mean fuck's sake i i say uh we all stream it and just like tease the fuck out of them oh it, it's spite, gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be a spoiler fest for Daymok. he's gonna be sitting there he's gonna be like neo dodging all those bullets trying to dodge all the spoilers that are gonna be thrown out there he's just gonna be like la 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 and we're gonna be just it's gonna be thrown at him yeah, he's going to be a ghost for the week of September that releases. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's going to go into the guise of, it's my girlfriend's birthday, so I'm spending time with her. And their air quotes up, if anybody can't you know, hear those air quotes fingering in the air there. He's going to be like all that, and we're going to be like, yeah, you're just trying to avoid us so you don't hear anything about cyberpunk. 
Hey, 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 I'm a, a romantic at heart, and the reason that I'm not doing cyberpunk is, you know, because the girlfriend's birthday, and I give her a full week and a half, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you keep telling yourself that, boss. You keep telling yourself that. It just takes him a week and a half to get it up. That's why it takes a week and a half. Boom. He's just sitting there going, how the hell can I drug her and keep her unconscious for a couple days so I can get some game time in? Ah, really encourage that binge drinking, my friend. Ooh, I may have an idea. I could send the wife up to spend time with your your girlfriend. Hmm, No, birthdays are important. Birthdays are important. They are. They're important for friends as well. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. Does this mean the uh, multiplayer mod is getting added into it or whatever? I have... No idea. Yeah, we're all going to be playing it simultaneously. I mean, Ko is going to already have it beaten and then just walking us through the whole thing, but we're all going to be playing it together. You guys say that, but it's going to be Shadow. Shadow is going to play it and beat it really fast. Yeah, You know what? Where is that son of a bitch? He's playing um, Nintendo Switch and specifically Assassin's Creed. Oh, no. I don't know. He was over here not too long ago, and he is playing The Witcher on Nintendo Switch because it's yeah. like the 90th time he's beat The Witcher game or Witcher 3. I'll have to say, I have never beaten The Witcher. I like the game, but I haven't beaten it. <laughs> okay, so. um, but if you look at Shadow's Facebook posts, it's all uh, screen captures and videos from Assassin's Creed. That and some toilet fairy game that he said he was playing. And I forgot the name of it, but now I want to play the toilet fairy game, even though they said the toilet fairies were only like five seconds of the game. Toilet fairies? Yeah, it's like some Zero Dawn or something on Switch. I don't know, some RPG. It's all spacey, but it had toilet fairies. Toilet fairies sounds like something from like South Park. Like, <laughs> the fractured butthole. Yep. <laughs> That is the fractured butthole. And you are traumatized because you saw your dad fucking your I don't, mom. I don't, I don't know why I just did the comic book guy from Simpsons to do a South Park thing. I, I don't, I Simpsons don't know. Simpsons did it. Simpsons too did much, it. <laughs> too much one to one. So what about you, Cecil? Where do you stand on this uh, Cyberpunk 2077 getting delayed? You know, I'm... Um, Half of me says, let it stew for however long it needs to, because I would rather a complete full game come out without bugs than anything else. The other uh, half of me... With less bugs. Well, yeah, with less bugs. The other half of me is saying, they said, they gave their word it was going to be out on this date. And they were pretty adamant that it was going to be out in April. And now... They're going back on that. So I'm, well, I'm really torn. Logic in my mind says it's the best thing to do to hold it back. Even, let's just for argument's sake, say there's not polishing that they have to get done. Let's just say they're delaying it because they know the remake of Final Fantasy VII is coming out right around the same time, and they don't want to compete with that. Logically, in my mind... That's fair enough if uh, they're going on that uh, logic, because... No. Yeah. 
No, it's, Cyberpunk is way more anticipated than a Final Fantasy VII remake. People oof. are very upset about the Final Fantasy VII remake because it's changing the story quite a bit. It's not going to be a Final Fantasy VII remake. It's a re-envision. Understood. However, it's still a very, very anticipated game. It's been anticipated for, what, 20 years? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't know it was I mean, coming out at the same time. So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of hype around it, and so logically in my mind, holding off to get out of that just cluster that is going to be that game, because that game is either going to be it, it, it's there, there's going to be no middle ground. The Final Fantasy VII remake is either going to be the most amazing thing for Final Fantasy fans, or it's going to be this shining turd that everybody's going to stomp on and light on fire. One of the two. Like there's not going to be. I, I'm going to call it now. You're not going to find people are going to be like, oh, this is kind of okay. It's just going to be like, oh my God, this is the best. And oh my God, this is the worst. That's it. My thing with uh, the Final Fantasy, though, is um, the the segments that they're releasing it in. Uh, as long as the segments are long enough to appease a fan base, um, I say cool with that and cool with, uh, cyberpunk, you know, doing what they're doing. But if like someone could get through that little segment in like five, six hours, uh, okay. Yeah. My, my big thing about me, like the thing that's leaving a bad taste in my mouth is I'm a big person of, Hey, look, if you give your word, you stand by your word. And they were Everything I read, they were really adamant. We're, 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 we're releasing on this date. We're releasing on this date. I know games always get pushed back. I'm not an idiot. Games get pushed back all the time. In fact, I don't think I've ever believed anyone when they said our game is going to be released on this date. Hell, let's take a look back at probably one of the most anticipated games for me, the 13th Doll. And that got pushed back. It first was January of 2019. Then it got pushed back to summer of 2019. And then it got pushed back to Halloween of 2019. I, you know what? I know that shit like this happens. It's it still irks me when it happens. You know, if 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 a developer says we're shooting for this date, you know, it's it, it's one of those kind of it's one of those things when you think about it in the grand scheme of things. But you got to take you got to take a look at it all and say, okay, well, if they're going to release this game now and it's going to be buggy. Then that's how that's the expectation that we're gonna have for fixes. You know, if they but say, "Oh, we're least, gonna fix this hold next on, week," hold on, it's Sorry not gonna be fixed you, for like four weeks. But at least we were able to get the the developer on for the thirteenth doll to appease your nose, your uh, nerd boner, and you know, get you. Oh, re- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I've got nothing into thirteenth doll. I'm just saying, even with a game like that, they it got pushed back, and that that's a game for me. I was I was more hyped. I'm more I was more hyped about the 13th doll than I am about Cyberpunk 2077 or the Final Fantasy 7 remake. But that's because that's personal to me. That that's the hype that I had going on. And even then I was still frustrated with that getting pushed back. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Ryan came on the show. He was a really cool guy and that totally appeased me of like, all right, these guys needed the time. And even when the game was released and and Ryan, if you're listening, man, all the love to you. Even when the game was released, there were still several bugs in it that you just couldn't get until you finally released it to the masses. I mean, there was some shit that I found that I'm like, well, that probably should have been found in Q&A there. But, you know, 
But that's what I'm, you know. Right. I mean, you look at the team they have working for them, and yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> Compared to CD Projekt Red, like, dude, the, what they accomplished, uh, fuck, man. I I give them full on props for doing what they did. It is downright amazing. They 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 recreated Stoff's mansion downright to a T, and they made it fully explorable, not on rails pre-rendered shit. They made it fully explorable. That to me is in incredibly impressive. But back to, you know, you know, again, Cyberpunk 2077. CD Project Red is not exactly a tiny team. They've got a fairly good amount of developer or good amount of people working in that company. So when they say that they're going to get something out, I kind of have an expectation that they're going to have it out on the time that they say. And pushing it back, yeah, it's a little bit of a burn, but uh, I don't know. I know I'm hopeful, and I'm always I'm always for let's let them, you know let's let's release a game when it's ready. I'm always for that. But as I said, the other half of me is, look, if you say you're gonna do it, then then stop stop the scope creep. You know, if you looked at it and said yes, this is our target date, this is when we're gonna get it. Something must have happened to creep that out there as far as it did, and if you're letting that happen, then Okay. Like, if they delay it again, I will probably not pick up Cyberpunk 2077 on release day. So if it comes up to, you know, midsummer or August and they go, hey, we're delaying it again, I will probably back off and say, you know what? That That's telling me right there that there is something fundamentally wrong and I should back my way out and just say, okay, let's wait for this to be finished. Kind of like what I'm going to do with every single Bethesda game from here on out. Whenever the uh, hell they release, I'm not going to pick them up on, on release day. I'm going to back my ass out and then go, okay. Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah, it should be something that they need to look at. And this is not just you know Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, uh, CD Projekt Red. Uh, any developer needs to take a, uh, a note from the book of Blizzard. No matter how much we don't like their, their current projects or whatnot, they say we're going to release it when it's ready. Whether we don't like or whether we do like, you know, Overwatch or Diablo Three or the next World of Warcraft expansion, they are solid games that for the vast majority of it, they don't have utterly game breaking bugs. And that's what I think the majority of game developers in the industry currently need to really do. They need to say, We're gonna release it when we can. And we're not going to give you a set deadline. So that that way, you don't have that disappointment saying that we're going to come out in April uh, and then disappoint all the people who have prepaid this game ahead of time. Um, and that just is what it is. Well, I say just look at uh, two games. One being Kingdom Hearts 3. How many times did that get pushed back? And the same thing for uh, Death Stranding. I got a refund from uh, Death Stranding being pushed back. It was in pre-order. So it's like, okay, um, <coughs> excuse me. Have I uh, repurchased Death Stranding? No, I haven't. Um, I probably won't until uh, the price drops or it's on sale or something. But uh, Kingdom Hearts, well, I did get that. Um, eventually when it came out, but Hey, pushbacks happen. 
Yeah, but with both of those games, though, neither did Kojima Productions nor did Square. Neither one of them said, we're going to release on this day. They just said, we're working on it. And they released little teasers and little shit like that but to keep the hype up. But they didn't come out and say, we're releasing on this day. We're, you know, they, they just said, we're working on it, and it'll come Well, out yeah, come they out. gave projected dates. This is a projection. It's not confirmation, but they still give projections of when they wanted to have it out. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't remember Kojima production ever giving a projected date. They always just said, it'll be ready when it's ready. Kingdom Hearts gave three projections. Kingdom Hearts, yes. But I don't Kojima, think Death Stranding did. Yeah... I don't know. Kojima Kojima was kind of... He wasn't really clear about it. Well, the man doesn't speak English, so, I mean, there is that. That doesn't fucking matter if he speaks English or not, honestly. Now, what really does piss me off, and though... And this is where uh, oh. our, our listeners get dropped off. There we go. <laughs> the, uh, the co-founder and head of the studio at CD Projekt Red has said... We are currently at a stage where the game is complete and playable. But there's oh, still yeah. work to be done. And that's what pisses me off the most. Fuck it. You know what? I already expect, as much as I hate it, I already expect the game to be broken on launch with certain things. Give me the fucking game. Let's play it already. But dude, it, that doesn't that... Like, that right there just speaks volumes about the gaming community that is today. And you know what? I share your same point of view. I I am so used to early access games now that if a game's not broken, I don't even notice. Like, I, I'm just, I'm playing the game, waiting for something to break, and it just doesn't. And I'm like, well, fuck it, whatever. But like, that, that, that screams volumes that we've been, we've been trained as a gaming community to just expect this shit and and it seems normal you know i hate it was I okay when it was valve and they were doing the green light program they were doing the early access games but now that AAA developers have been using all of their games as <clears throat> early access even though they're launching at full <laughs> price it's fucking garbage and yeah sadly i am trained to do it and i think cyberpunk 2077 as long as it's playable and complete I would deal with the bugs, and I hate that I would compromise, but I just want to play the goddamn game. I know, that just, you know, that, that that's the thing that's, that just, I don't know. I guess that's the thing that grinds my gears, is that we're just so conditioned now to accept. And I understand games are more complicated, and I, and I can already hear people listening right now screaming at their radio or wherever the hell they're listening going well games are way more complicated now there's a lot more that goes into them of course there's gonna be more bugs yeah you know what there is but there are companies out there that have already proven that they can release a game that's fairly bug free not saying completely because no game is completely bug free but fairly bug free and release a quality experience versus what we get now which is just it's a constant it's literally just a constant uh battle of of buying early access games yeah thing though is when you buy a game and you just want to play it but you're stuck in like a week's worth of oh we have to patch this we have to patch that we have to patch this again 
<laughs> see, I'm, I'm I'm okay with like a random patch every now and then because you know what, shit like that happens. It happened way back in the Sierra days. You know, b- back in early, uh, early, you know, King's Quest and Space Quest. They would find things that would be broken, and they would release a patch. And I mean, how I can remember where you had to reach out to Sierra, tell them, "Hey, is there a patch?" And they would actually send you the patch on a disc that you would install to patch your game because there was a game-breaking patch that needed to happen if you did a certain number of things right. So I mean, like. Patching, it's not like patching is something that's new. It's always happened. It's just now, because it's become so accessible, people just, they, they just expect it. It's it's just become part of the norm now, which drives me absolutely nuts because if, if gaming companies, if developers, if developers just spent that extra time, spent less time trying to cram every fucking thing into a game, if they just spent more time on developing what they had and then maybe adding extra shit on later as whatever patches that they want to to, to further support it. Uh, you know, that would be acceptable. But they keep, they just keep trying to cram more and more in because, you know what? we got to have crafting in the game and we've got to have, we've got to have you be able to customize every single weapon that you have in the game. We've got to have all the different skins in the game. You know what? Fucking go back to the goddamn Halo days where you could pick red and blue. That was it. Those are your customizations. Why the fuck do we have to customize everything? Yeah, people want certain aspects. They want to. They want to have that more unique immersion into their game to make it their character. But why? Can't, why can't we just? Why can't we just go back to the day where they where a game was an actual artistic extension and you played what they wanted you to play versus bowing down to, oh, I got to cram everything I fucking can in. That is a great goddamn video right there. I love that gif. Awesome post. Well, you can. I mean, they have indie developers that are making bare bones games. You know, some of these... Uh, what's it called last train or something like that here it's a zombie game you go and find survivors i think it's mostly in russia at least the characters are cyrillic but uh it was you know bare bones side scroller up and down you know game that you're shooting driving around on a train trying to survive so they make games like that still it's just these big triple a titles like cd project reds titles and anthem and destiny and the witcher you know they they're appealing to as many people as possible because that's that's their market their market now is mass consumers and it isn't just to get you it's to get someone like me to go you know i never did finish the witcher but maybe i will try cd project reds new title just because it's a new thing or someone who's never touched it. Like, I mean, I never touched The Witcher. And then I started looking into it because I was learning all this interesting stuff. And I watched the YouTube videos about the first two games and then I bought the third. But my point is, is that they're like, 
attract okay attracting everybody under the sun when when do you just draw the line and say let's actually make our game versus trying to sell it yeah hype is a uh, i think people overhype video games nowadays it's it's excessive yes. it's it's really is overly excessive and sometimes i just wish that it was a surprise for example with cd project red and releasing cyberpunk 2077 dude i can remember when there was a single ad an electronic gaming monthly that had a sword with a single blood drop hanging off of it and underneath it it had the words and some weird funky gothic script that said blood omen that's all i saw about the entire game and i said fuck i have to get that game that game then spawned what like five other games after it and almost every one of those games that came after it were fucking amazing not to mention that game itself, which was Blood Omen Legacy of Kang, was fucking amazing. Yes, but the thing is, is you still have games that are, you know, they have given into the masses. Like, Call of Duty has given into the masses. Call of Duty plays to the loudest group of people. If you're bitching about being able to jump across walls... Then, all right, fine, we're going to get rid of that. Or, you know, you want all this customizations. You want it all to be the same. They deal with that. And then you get these other games. Like, I feel like CD Projekt Red, in a sense, is trying to, but not giving in entirely. And then I feel like the other side of the spectrum is you'll get someone like Kojima, who's very secretive about a lot of stuff. Like, there wasn't a lot of information about Death Stranding. There was... I watched that dang... um, Forget the name of that song. I love the song that he has where it's like he... It's... um, They're showing the beach. I would think it was his E3 release uh, videos. The beach... And, you know, like, they, they played this song, and you see Norman Reeves, Norman Reeves pick up the baby and hug it. Like, that hyped me enough about the game. That's all I needed to see. Damoc. So, not to derail the conversation too much, because I know we're on a wonderful uh, roll of things, and, you know, it is what it is, but... The newest announcement that I am looking at on my phone that was just sent to me, Half-Life Alex is coming out in March, and Valve had decided Half-Life, Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, and Half-Life, Epis- Half-Life 2 Episode 2 are now free. Grab them on Steam while you can. Have a good time. I already own them. I paid full price for them. I don't. Yeah, I um. I have them as well because I'm a huge Half-Life fan, but I figure the listeners, maybe not everybody has them. Good call. And, uh, I mean, that's Half-Life 2 plus both episodes 1 and 2. That's totally worth it if you haven't played it. But just to touch on what you're talking about with Kojima. Kojima is a developer who makes the game the way he intends to make it and releases it the way he intends to make it. And I've heard the man talk in interviews. Well, let me rephrase. I've heard the man talk in interviews, and then I've heard the person translating for that man talking in interviews. And he's basically, in a nutshell, said, look, if you don't like the fucking game, don't buy it. Plain and simple. I made what I wanted to, and that's what it is. 
because people bitched and complained about uh what was it uh metal gear solid i think three to four about removing a bunch of stuff that was in three and adding a bunch of stuff that they didn't really care about into four and how four was just like really long fmvs and he's like look i made the game that i wanted to make to close out that chapter and if you don't like it don't buy it plain and simple isn't that like the whole reason why uh kojima got in the whole feud thing with konami over the metal gear stuff and then like went off and did his own thing well yeah they wanted to continue the metal gear line because of course it was a money maker and I'm pretty confident that Kojima said, I'm done with this. Like, this is, I've already told my story. This is all I had. Yep. But anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll rant. If you'd let me, I'll rant so long about this. So I know you had another topic you want to talk about. Um, I mean, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not well versed in these things. That's, that's one of my biggest downfalls. Um, is this computer um, components stuff? So NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3080, um, RTX 3070 leak specs with up to 20 gigabytes of GDDR6 RAM. All right, take my I, money now. I, I have to. I have to make one complaint here. These leaked specs. <laughs> Where the hell do they come from? Because I see leaked, and again, if you can't, uh, you can't see me, audience, but I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> you see these leaked specs all the time, and I, I don't know. I, I just I can't I can't get behind them. I, I can't I can't trust them. Yeah. All right. There's... Hold on. The order is going to be blue, Cecil, Co, and then Zyber. Ready? To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, Tweak Town is a legitimate source of leaks when it comes to hardware. Yes, they are. As soon as I see the word leaked, yeah, I just I can't. I can't get behind it. As soon as I see the word leaked, my brain goes back to that old Rush song that says, show me, don't tell me. But they have been right quite a bit of the time, and that's why you kind of want to pay close attention to their articles versus, like, other random publications you might see. And that's yeah, the catch. I can oh, look, find look a guy, at it. I can find look a guy who's been right on, the ho- on, on every friggin' horse race for the past 10 years. And I'm no, no, still no. going to tell you not to trust him when he says bet on this horse. No, look at it. Their articles are very short. They're very to point. They're what the technical aspect is, and that's about it. And that's what Tweaktown has always been very, very good at. And their leaks are normally fucking top. But see, now I could look at that and say there's not enough detail there to tell me that this leak is true. Like you say yeah. short is good. I look at it and I go... There's not enough data here to tell me that this is right. Yeah, I got to agree with uh, Cecil there. If it's not in Forbes, I can't trust it. Oh, I don't trust Forbes at all. <laughs> Fuck Forbes. Yeah, with, a no. a, with a B. Uh, when but... did they replace EB Games magazines and Nintendo Power? What, Forbes did? Yeah, when did they replace them? 
Uh, obviously today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, okay. So, so on the flip side, like if these specs are true, okay, and I'm I'm gonna put a big fucking if around that. If these specs are true, god damn it, take my money. Like I will give. I, like here it is. How much? It's yours. Yeah, and I, I would say you know, with any league, regardless of how accurate they have been in the past, always take it with a grain of salt. You know. You, just because they're leaks doesn't mean they're always 100% accurate and they, they're going to be what they, they're uh, leaking out. So uh, I am looking forward to it, especially if it is, uh, let's say, a 25% cut on the current iteration with the 2080 Ti, for example. If the 3080 Ti comes out and it's two to $300 less, I'm buying it. Suppose that. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. If, if it comes out at that price point... I'm trading my 1080 Ti, and I'm getting one. Uh, so, real quick, what the hell is GDDR6? It's new. It's brand new. Yes, it's a type of RAM. It's the memory that's on board. It's okay. yeah, graphical memory for graphics cards. Yeah, it's actually a specific DDR memory designed for graphics cards. So it has a, a very high throughput for and and it's tuned for um for graphics uh input and output so if it's true 20 gigs is probably the highest we've seen on any individual card at the consumer level that i'm aware of i think 16 is usually the highest we'll typically see dude if it's 20 gigs that means that it will literally be more than most people have in their standard workstation Right, exactly. Like that that is those those specs are pretty insane. Yeah, I mean those specs make my nipples hard. Like I'll be diamond, honest. Like like diamond hard. <laughs> yeah, th- th- like I, I, in all honesty and that's and bec- because it looks too good to be true makes me feel it's too good to be true. And that's why when I look at it I go ah, I don't know how I don't know how well I can believe this. Well, then let's uh, wait to see it actually get printed in black and white by um, the actual creator. Um, so NVIDIA. NVIDIA has printed in black and white, and I posted the article months and months and months back where they said that they can no longer sustain $1,200 graphics cards and they are going to go back to the $700 price point. And they have also announced that they are really pushing forward with the 3080, the RTX series. Now, especially because Intel, AMD, I mean, Intel can push the ray tracing on integrated CPU graphics. We'll see what they can really do. I expect them to come out with something soon because AMD keeps like hinting that they got a big product line coming up and... Whether or not you like AMD does not matter. AMD is crushing the market with its lower-end graphics cards right now. The I saw that the 2080s uh, have dropped considerably in price, which is pretty crazy. And I would like to point out that even though Intel states that they can do the ray tracing, we have yet to see it. And the last time Intel released a graphics card, they have not released to the public oh intel has already completely released it to the public they did it with the world of tanks 
and they were going forward with World of Tanks on it, and they have full ray tracing on integrated CPU graphics. Now, is it the best performance? Not really, but they are showing that it is capable, and they are doing it with software rather than hardware, which is where NVIDIA kind of got bent over. And that's, that's understandable. On the software side of things, I can see that, but I'm talking... There are rumors that a, a graphics card coming to the consumer audience um, from Intel, and that is what I'm worried about. Intel has never released a graphics card. It has always been an R&D, and it has always failed. So until it comes out, uh, I really am hesitant to seeing what Intel can do in the graphics market. Well, one thing I just looked at, I mean, looking at these specs... So for the for the GeForce RTX 3080, you're talking about 10 to 20 gigabytes of GDDR6, 320-bit memory interface. I mean, looking at these specs right here, this looks like a $1,200 video card. And from what Damoc was saying, they're talking about bringing this out at $700. I just yeah, I just don't like that's why that and and just the things stacking up are just either, it's either screaming one of two things. Either one, this is utter bullshit, and I cannot believe these. Or two, NVIDIA has been overpricing their cards so horribly that I will never buy from them again because they're so horribly overpriced. They've always overpriced their cards. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking world! <laughs> no, but the, but no, but that's that's not accurate because I have bought NVIDIA cards that were not as overpriced as what we're talking here, that were premium performance cards when I got them. But yeah, a 6800 GT. Okay, I got one of those too. But but NVIDIA has, has cornered the market on GPUs for well over a decade now. Like, they, and, they own it. And that's my problem with it, is that if yeah. these specs are coming out and they're going to give these specs at 700 bucks, that tells me that the the cards that they were selling for twelve hundred bucks, that they literally were just laughing as people bought them, like they, literally hysterically laughing. And I have to give it to them at this point, uh, I, and this is why I didn't buy the twenty eighty or the the two thousand series, is that uh, they could they could do it without an issue, because who's their competition? AMD didn't release the what was the newest like the five hundred series uh, until the like fifty seven hundred XT, which has been outselling Nvidia yeah. like three to one. Exactly. Every other, every other and card cheaper. before that, every other card before that has been a refresh of the exact same architecture from AMD for well over a decade, and that's the issue is that they don't have competitions. They reached to a point where they didn't need to uh, innovate well beyond uh, their competition. And at the same time, uh, it had gotten so bad that they could just start taking advantage of the market, especially after the uh, the, the bit mining. Uh, that was really what set it off. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's done now. That's completely and utterly done. You're not mining Bitcoin with graphics cards anymore. So in a business perspective, that works out like... like I have to agree with them. That was a smart move on them. And now they're going back down to the normal prices. But that makes, my book. that makes me not want to buy from them. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I agree with you on that. But at the same time, that's why I didn't buy a 2000 series. I was like, and, I, and that, I found That's why that. I didn't. I, I got my 1080 Ti for, I think, uh, 600 and, I think it was like $627 at the end of it. Yeah, I bought or a 657 $657, something like that. Yeah. 
I bought a 1080. I didn't even go for the 2000 series, even though I love to be the enthusiast when it comes to, to uh, computer components. But uh, I saw this coming. I was like, I don't, I don't want to to purchase the the $1,200 card because it's only yeah. a 12 to 20 percent increase for way too much. Yeah, and and, th- and that's where I'm looking at. So if this card does come out for however much it is, I will probably. I will probably go side red from that point on. Even if they come out with shit, I no. will probably still go down that route. I, and, I, and I understand why you don't want to. I fully yeah. get it. I'm gonna pay the I'm gonna pay the premium, regardless of the fact uh, whether or not they've they've hurt the customer in the past. They, in terms of performance, is it's the best way place to go. If I'm gonna spend top dollar on a graphics card, I'm gonna go Nvidia. So that's where NVIDIA is having to lower the price because the new AMD Radeon, the Navi XT, is supposed to compete directly with the RTX 3080. And the AMD has come out and said their new Navi XT is going to be at $499 on their high-end card. And it's going to compete with NVIDIA's top card, which means the... 3080 Ti, you're looking at seven, eight hundred bucks, which is a reasonable price for that card if it's going to smash the Navi. You you think the the AMD Radeon is going to compete with the Titan RX uh, RTX? The Titan is a different card. The Titan's not meant for gaming, legitimately. It, the game it's meant for like it's a crossbreed card you can game on it yes you spend a price tag on it because you get the name titan it's not exactly always the best the last titan that they released was not the best titan they released no in terms of uh performance increase from the previous generations you're, you're correct but it is the best consumer grade card on the market for video uh, for gaming so in that sense I want to see uh, when when both the Navi and the GTX uh, RTX sorry uh, thirty uh, three thousand series comes out. I want to see the performance comparisons, and then I can make my my judgment. But honestly, I'm going to lead towards Nvidia on this. Oh, absolutely! When it comes out to the thirty eighty Ti, that's probably the card I'm going to get, unless they can show me fucking rock solid proof that the AMD card is just smashing the Nvidia card. Or keeping up with it for two hundred dollars less. Right, but if it's only two hundred dollars less, and I get ten to fifteen frames, twenty frames more, I'm going to take the RTX. I'm I'm going to take it. You know, if it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if but if it's fr- only like five or if it's only like five or six frames more, though, I don't I don't know. I could I could go down that route and see like that's worth the money. Yeah. Okay, I, I can see that absolutely. And that's what that see the things that I've been reading is that's what I've been seeing is that we're talking about a five frame difference. That is what all the articles are posting towards. That is what uh, AMD is touting. We got to see it when we see yes. it because they've touted it before. And granted, the fifty seven hundred XT has been smashing the uh, twenty sixty super cards. And keeping up with it across the board, and it's $150 cheaper. So why the fuck are you not buying one of those cards? But yeah, if you really want high-end performance right now, the only person to buy it from is NVIDIA. 
But we shall see. I mean, look what AMD is doing on the processor market. We all talk shit about it. I know, Ko, you really don't like the processors. But you seem to be the minority who don't like the processors when it comes to the sales numbers. They're crushing. They have gained like a 3% uh, market share, I think, or maybe 5% market share over the past two years, I think, since uh, Ryzen has hit the market. Um, that, that's a small drop in the bucket, and they have a long way to go. But that, that's a huge uh, increase from what they're, where they've been at in the past. Uh, I, I'm still waiting to see what happens when a, uh, Intel switches over. But yeah, uh, wait and see. Yeah, my next thing is uh, after I get my car fixed, putting some scratch aside to rebuild my rig because I, I got to up some stuff. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going AMD. I'm going full on AMD. I'm probably going to do a ITX build, but yeah, I'm going AMD on it. Well, look, full disclosure. Oh, no, I have I have bought Nvidia cards since the 90s. Um uh, my everybody else is going like Voodoo and shit like that and once Nvidia came out, I I was I was all for Nvidia. Um in fact, I bought Nvidia cards in every rig I have made since then. But business practices where they're literally just, you know, making money is one thing. But when you're literally doubling the price of what your cards are worth, that's that's where I look at it and say, look, you know what? Uh, I can't back a business that's 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 going to take advantage of their customers like that, because that means I'm being taken advantage of. And I don't, I don't like that. And what? that that's where, that's where I'm, that's where I'm upset. So if these cards come out for, I mean, looking at this card, this looks like a thousand dollar card to me. I would pay a thousand dollars for this card. If the performance is where I envision it to be. But if they come out and they price this card at 700 bucks, that will probably upset me. Um, I, I gotta say, before I got the Alienware, my last NVIDIA car was a BFG OC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I still have a GPU. I, no, yeah, I still GPU. have that PS2. car. Um, my, uh, uh, 768 BFG OC. I still have that. Um, but I actually like the, the... Uh, Sapphire card I got after that more than BFG. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of have to side with the Radeon over uh, NVIDIA yeah, in the aspect. I gotta wait for uh, Cecil to get back because he just said that he's always bought NVIDIA even over the Voodoo cards, which was 3DFX, and 3DFX smashed the NVIDIA TNT cards into the ground until they went under completely. Yeah. Uh, my... And then NVIDIA bought 3DFX and actually became a powerhouse of graphics cards. Until my then, first card they were was utter shit. My first video card was a Voodoo card. Dude, I had a Voodoo 2, and my next-door neighbor had the Voodoo 2... Or maybe had the Voodoo 3, 3000s, where you could actually do the 
the very first like SLI where you put two of them in there and you bridge them with that fucking ribbon and yes. then bring them out. Yeah. Yes, that a hard band that clipped down onto them. I don't like the point oh, yeah. that it's not a fifty percent increase in terms of the cost it was for the cards. You're talking about eight hundred to twelve hundred. That's a thirty percent increase. Maybe a, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, I can't say that they're they're. They're taking away fifty percent of your income, uh, or your. They're, they're increasing the prices of it by fifty percent. It's more like thirty percent, and even then, that's a great business decision in terms of my opinion. Uh, where the market was and what they could do, it's kind of the same. But with Intel, if you don't have a competitor to to really push your uh, your limitations, go for it. At this point, who else? Who's going to stop you? Like, if you're going to keep re increasing your the performance of your uh, CPUs or your GPUs and so on and so forth, and there's no one to, to fight against you. It, it is what it is. In a business sense, again, as a consumer, it sucks. Like, uh, like for example, RAM. RAM didn't change, but it went up to like three times the price, four times the price, five times the price, depending on what uh, brand you purchased at what you know, megahertz and so on and so forth. Now, when you talk about RAM and you're talking about graphics cards again, right? We are seeing RAM fall in price again, and it's fantastic. Like, legitimately, I just bought a new set of 32 gigs of high-end Corsair RAM, right, for less than $200, and that's fantastic. When I was trying to buy an extra fucking 16 gigs, it was looking at $300 for the RAM that I had before, and that was G-Skill Ripjaw X. Now we're looking at solid-state drives. Of course, the silicon, the price of silicon is dropping drastically. The high buffer memory or high bandwidth memory, whatever they're advertising for the new uh, GDDR6, it was GDDR5, you know, AMD had it first, Intel and uh, fucking NVIDIA got it second, but it doesn't matter, it was a higher cost than the card, we're seeing reduced prices across the board to get these graphics cards in home. And now that Cecil is back and I can see his like open mouth attentiveness that he has, why the fuck did you think that buying an NVIDIA TNT card was better than buying a 3DFX Voodoo card ever? Uh, because I won it for free when I played in a tournament. Okay. I will give you that if you got it for free. But yeah, yeah that, the only that, thing that... That's how it all boiled down is I actually, I, I, I won it for free and it was like way better than everything I had at the time. And then the next one I bought after that was, I forgot, but I bought, I, I started buying NVIDIA's after that because I was like, damn, I like this performance. Well, after the Voodoo 3's, that's when NVIDIA bought 3DFX and 3DFX made the Voodoo's and that's where NVIDIA actually started getting really good is after they bought the Voodoo technologies. I would like to point out that the increase in uh, silicon costs for memory also uh, affected the GPU market. GDR4 or 5 uh, still were affected by silicon, so the increase in prices there could very much have affected the GPU market. Oh, that is absolutely correct. And we saw that. We saw it with the Bitcoin mining. We saw it with the RAM going up and all of that, the, the 
the effect of silicon and all that what it was a major facility that got shut down and i don't know the reasons for it but yeah now it's back up and running there are multiple silicon factories up and running they're doing everything because of the crazy drought that they had and we are seeing the prices plummet for that type of ram and memory going forward especially solid states all right well ladies and gentlemen that's where we're going to end this show cyber where can they find you at um well if you're really so inclined to find me you can find me hanging out in the genie discord our twitter our facebook as well as cyber games facebook twitter instagram uh twitch mixer which i haven't done in a little while um trying to still work out some things but yeah uh you can catch me at those places if you have suggestions for some of my uh, let's paints. Pop them in, uh, pop them in, uh, uh, what is that? Uh, Twitter. Yeah. Pop them in Twitter. Awesome. And Co, where can they find you at? Oh, they can find me on the GNA podcast Discord or occasionally on Twitch TV forward slash CSX Spearmint. Gotta watch those Tarkov playthroughs, people. And Damoc, where can they find you at? I pretty much exclusively troll the Discord, and that's about it. And we feel so special that you do exclusively do that. Cecil, where can they find you? Pornhub. <laughs> Fair enough. That's oh, it. yeah, you can definitely find me there as well, but I wasn't trying to advertise that. If we're doing it, it, it it's small dick 46 because uh, it was already taken. Are we talking about Pornhub now? You can find me on <laughs> Cecil versus Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier, everywhere else. Ustream, Mixer, Twitch, Facebook. If I'm not someplace, let me know. I'll, I'll, head, up, I'll head up there. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the Discords. Fuck, every every Discord. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Just, just If you can't find me, let me know. I'll go there, too. Awesome. And ladies and gentlemen, you can find me, Blue Shark 45 on gna's discord of course but you can also find me at uh, twitter.com slash blue shark 45 you can also find me on tpc's discord uh mulehorn gaming bullets and beers and uh ultra super mega yeah i'm on there too but uh if you're looking to play games hit me up on our discord and uh maybe we can play some games uh, we hope you enjoyed this evening's show, uh, and we would greatly appreciate it if you would rate, r- review, and uh, subscribe to our show, because it helps other people like you find this wonderful gem on the internet that I don't have to tell my coworker rough, about unpolished. this show. Rough, unpolished again. Okay, this rough, unpolished gem, so we don't have to spread the word by mouth, but we can spread it through the interwebs. Um... You can also listen to our show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and just about anywhere else you can find a podcast. But if you can't find us there, be sure to let us know by tweeting at us at our Twitter at GNA Podcast, where you can click and on our pin tweet to join our GNA Discord. Or you can drop us a comment on our Facebook by looking up GNA Podcast. Um, we also um, are a part of a 
special game purchasing service called Humble Bundle. Uh, Co, why don't you tell us about some Humble Bundle? Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, JNA, have partnered with. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a twist. You choose the which part goes to the publisher, to Humble Bundle, or to charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. It's your call. Throw that question mark partners equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link before you buy it to let them know that we had sent you that way. So far, we have raised $0 for Humble Bundle this month with our partnership. Yes. And our uh, our charity that we sponsor is Extra Life. So if you like helping out kids, uh, go ahead and slide that slider at the bottom all the way over for the charity. Holy shit, Co, you nailed that. Like... <laughs> Like it was almost yes. like you were reading from a script on that one. Damn, <laughs> right? Because I didn't even throw it in there. It's kind of like Cecil sent it over there with a hotkey. He probably did. Um, we uh have something called uh, Game Show Night that we do once a month on the first Saturday of every month at twenty hundred hours. Was that a question? Yes, that's a question. Fuck. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's 20. 8 or 8.30. One of the two. Okay. Yeah, about yeah. two weeks away. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the first Saturday very much. We do it on Mixer.com uh, slash GNA Podcast where you can join in and you can play um, Jackbox games with us where you have a chance to win game codes. And Cecil? And I now have Jackbox Party 6, so it's Murder Party 2 time, baby! Awesome. And also, do you like scary things? Do you like things that terrify you or are so horrible that make you burst out laughing and they're just terrifying because they're so horrible? Well, you should come out to Horror Movie Night on the second Saturday of every month, hosted on our cast uh, .gg. Uh, network you can find the link for our horror movie nights in our gna discord and uh that uh, do we have the shows or sorry the movies um, for uh... well uh right now it is looking like i will be uh streaming the entirety of three extremes is a japanese horror completion so yeah that might be what we're doing awesome and that is hosted by Zyberblood. do you like anime night well, we love anime nights. Join us Wednesday nights normally. This week, Thursday. Um, but you've already missed it if you're listening to this episode. Every Wednesday night at 19.30 Eastern Standard Time on cast.gg. We, rather I, Blue Shark 45 host Anime Night where we get together as a community and we watch an anime together. Uh, we're still voting on what we're going to be watching, uh, so stay tuned for that. La Blue Girl probably or something <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> for work or something Black like Exodus. that <laughs> i literally Bible said that just so i could see damox's eyes roll into the back <laughs> of his head uh and also we have a website where you can find us at why has no one mentioned that Blue Shark is so fit wearing that so fit athletics t-shirt, baby? What the fuck is wrong with everybody in this show? Dot. Leave us alone, man. 
Yeah, so was I, dude. Don't worry. I fucking jerked off like six times already. My dick hurts, but it is what it fucking is. At least he's wearing his own shirts now and not his little brother's shirt. Because literally, I could not get harder then. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that was just horrible. But guys, I really gotta go. Um, I gotta poop before I go to work. Or GNAPodcast.com. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, good night. take care.